0: Welcome to the Power to Podcast audio course, where you're going to learn how to make, market, and monetize your very first podcast to attract your ideal client, share your story, and help hundreds with your message without being a techie or producing any bad content. If you want more with every single episode, go to to PowerToPodcast.com. I'm your host, Brandon Stover, and let's get started. Today, we're going to discuss how to reach out to podcast guests. We'll first discuss the importance of having a calendar for scheduling, We'll discuss the steps for you to reach out to a potential guest, and I'll give you a few email scripts that you can use to reach out to guests. Now, I'll have more of these listed out for you in the resource sections for today, but I'll give you a couple here on the audio as well. I want to talk about creating an interview schedule for yourself. It's a lot easier to get things recorded and done when you schedule out these interviews to already be done in the future. And, you know, I always recommend batching interviews in a certain week. So, you know, you may have two or three interviews that week, you know, trying to get as many episodes done as you can, as close to possible. That way you're not dragging these out and, you know, lose momentum in between. And so with an interview-based show, I recommend coming up with a list of the 25 people that you may want to interview. And then start reaching out to them now and request to have them on your show. You know, again, start with the people in your network, but then add a few in who are out of your network and start reaching out to them now because it may take one, two, three months sometimes to schedule somebody and, you know, be able to line up schedules to actually interview that person. So it's better to actually start reaching out to those people now. And then use a scheduler, which we'll talk about in a moment, to book at least, you know, six weeks worth of interviews. So, you know, if you're putting out, you know, one weekly interview, then you want to have at least six interviews booked. I mean, you could, if you (laughs) pushed yourself really hard, you could basically knock out six interviews all in one week And now you have six weeks worth of content done in one week. And that's what it means to batch episodes together. When you're creating your schedule, be sure to consider how long it's going to take you to record, how long it's going to take to edit, and how long it's going to take to upload all of these episodes. And always remember that, you know, you're the one in control of your schedule. So a good example of this could be, you're trying to book six guests to interview. Maybe you open up four time slots next Tuesday and four time slots next Friday, and that would give your guests eight potential time slots that they could interview with you on only two recording days. And then once you create your schedule, just stick with it. You know, you'll be creating content and getting these interviews done, but by creating yourself a habit of doing it on the same days, then you can always prepare and know when you'll be interviewing. And by doing it on a consistent basis, you're allowing yourself to stay, you know, four to six weeks ahead of the episode that's coming out. And so you if you do six interviews and you batch record those interviews, and when you launch, you have, you know, six interviews in your content bank, then if you keep doing interviews every single week, you'll be four to six interviews ahead So sometimes, you know, something might come up like a vacation or whatever that you need to take some time off. By having those interviews already done, you don't have to worry about putting a new one out every single week. Now let's talk about actually scheduling times with your guests to be on your show and and to conduct an interview. One of the best ways to do this is to use an online scheduler, something like Calendly or Acuity, where you're going to set up the days and times that work best for you and then you'll send a link to the person that you want to interview and they can go on there and pick one of those time slots. And then later you can email them the link, which we'll talk about in a second, for the actual interview. So once somebody, you know, picks a time slot on Calendly, you'll both get that scheduled on your Google calendars. And then when it's coming close to the interview day, then you're going to go on Zoom, you're going to set up a um, meeting, and once you set up that meeting, you'll have a special link, and you'll just send that link to the person that you're going to interview. And so now you've set up the day, you've set up you know the Zoom room that you guys will be interviewing, and everything's ready to go, and your guest is scheduled. Today, we're going to cover how you can actually reach out to those podcast guests. So you really need to reach out in a way that makes your guests excited to be on your show, even if you're just launching, make it ideal for them. make it a no-brainer, make it a win-win situation. And then when you're reaching out, you want to make it stupidly simple to schedule an interview with you. you know try not do the back and forth. We've talked about you know setting up calendars to get things scheduled. Make it really, really easy for them so it doesn't become complicated and that's what keeps them you know from booking an interview with you. So earlier, I was talking about the short term, phase, the midterm phase, and the long-term phase. And answering this question of who these people are and where your ideal guests are, we're going to start basically with a set of people that we reach out to in the short term. Then we're going to start, move on to a set of people that we reach out in the midterm, and then a set of people that we reach out into for the long term. So these first set of people are the people in the short term. These are your closest contacts. You probably have these people in your phone contacts and can text them whenever you want. The best way to reach out to these people in the short term is to do it in one of the most intimate ways possible because you're already networked with them. So send them a, a text message or you know, give them a phone call, shoot them a message over on social media, or even email them with a video message using something like Loom. And the way that you make this an irresistible offer for them to get on your podcast, you know, they are your closest contacts and so it should be an easy sale. So just be authentic and let them know you are growing your podcast with listeners who are in their ideal audience. Now let's talk about the people in the midterm. These are the people with authority in your niche. These are the thought leaders. These people you should be reaching out to with somebody in your network. So use an existing relationship that you already have to kind of connect you and the person that you want to reach out to with. This is really the most effective way to reach out to them. But if you can't get an introduction from somebody else, then shoot them over a voice message on Facebook Messenger or an email with a video message um, using something like Loom. And when you're reaching out to them you want to spend some time telling them how your listeners are aligned with their ideal audience be authentic let them know that you're growing an engaged podcast audience and don't really mention how many downloads you are currently at unless you're getting over ten thousand per month or if they go ahead and ask a lot of times people don't care that much you'll get a few that actually ask now let's talk about the people in the long-term phase These are the people that have the high authority in your industry or niche. These are like the celebrities of your um, space. Depending on how big they are will determine the strategy for you to get in front of this person. Now, because this person is so large and you may not be directly connected with them, we're gonna give you a little bit of a strategy to reaching out to these long-term ideal podcast guests. So this really comes down to two steps for reaching out to this guest. And it's actually because you're not going to be reaching out to this guest yet. You're actually going to reach out to people that are very close to this guest. And we're going to call them the insiders. So what you're doing is creating a long-term play and not even reaching out to you know your target guest yet. In the beginning, you're going to be connecting in with these people that are around them, the insiders. And these are usually people that are like the right-hand man or woman or some sort of gatekeeper to your long-term ideal guests. They either work in their business or are collaborators or even a close friend that is often around them. And the best way to reach out to these insiders is by, you know, being active inside of their communities and providing value authentically. You can send them a gift or something from their Amazon wish list. You can go to events or conferences that they'll be at and basically network with them there or even go one level down and find people that are close to your insider and do the same things that we've talked about before. Now, in order to get these people, it can uh, take some quite some time to, to develop the relationship with the insider to point that you can pitch them on your podcast. And Remember, this all depends on how big they are. For some people, you could pitch them only after a few interactions or with an introduction from somebody else, or it may take a lot of interactions before you actually build a relationship enough with this person to be inviting them on your podcast. Now, after you've created this relationship with the insiders, what you're going to do is leverage that relationship to get to your target long-term guests. What you want to happen here is for your relationships with the insiders to get you in front of this person or for them to bring you up in conversation to your target long-term guests. So you'll do this in one of three approaches. You will ask for an introduction from the insider to your target long-term guest. You'll need the insider pre-frame you pretty well. So consider giving them a few pointers of how you'd like the introduction The second way is you can wait for the insiders to bring you up to that target long-term guest as an authority on whichever topic you are in, or you can approach them directly referencing a few of the insiders that you may have relationships with. Now, when you are reaching out to this target long-term guest, the way to make this irresistible for them to come on your show is make it 100% about them. Don't even allude to how it will help you grow. And like with the others, describe your listener audience and how that's ideal with their audience. I want to talk about how you can actually reach out to those podcast guests. We're going to cover that in five steps. So the first step is to actually identify these people, identify the potential guests that can add value to your audience. And how do you know if that person's going to add value to your audience? Well, their audience that they have is the same or similar um, to yours and has the same of the goals desires, problems, conflicts going on in their audience as your audience has. You also know that your audience can benefit from this person's expertise and is going to help solve some problems in your own audience's life. And ultimately, you know that they are going to solve those pain points for your audience. After we have identified these people, step two is to do some research on them. Have you ever gotten an email and feel the person on the other end knows nothing about you And it feels like they are just cold emailing you out of the blue. What do you often do with that email? My guess is that you throw it in the trash, just like any other spam email that you get. Now think about if you are reaching out to somebody, do you want your email in the trash? Probably not. So I make sure to always research my potential guests and find out a little bit of specific information about them so my outreach doesn't come off as a spam blast. this is super important Make sure you do some research before reaching out, because if you don't, don't be surprised if you never ever get a reply and end up in the trash. Now, something I like to do is congratulate them on a recent accomplishment in their life or business, and you can often find these on their social media or on their blogs because they want to share these things or talking about them because they're very exciting. And a little flattery really goes a long way. The other thing I will do is mention where I heard them from and actually talk about some of the ideas that they mentioned. So if I read them on a blog post or I heard them in another podcast, I'm going to mention that that's where I heard them from and mention some of the things that I heard in there and that really resonated with me. People like to know that their ideas are actually helping others out in the world. So again, a little flattery, a little connection goes a long way. Now the third step is to actually reach out. So social media can be a really easy and convenient way of reaching out to potential podcast guests, but I still think email is the most effective method here. You can often find people's email addresses on their websites, especially in their terms and conditions or their privacy policies. If you scroll to the bottom of those, you can often find their emails there. You can also find them on their LinkedIn profiles or use tools like hunter.io to determine someone's email address. The important thing is to be respectful of people's time as you're reaching out to them and get to the point quickly within your invitation, but still do this in a friendly manner. So in this initial email, don't ask them to join the podcast right off the bat. Actually use it to introduce yourself and what the podcast is. And then once you receive a reply email from the person and they have expressed interest in your podcast, this is where you ask them to actually be on your podcast. In your response to them, let them know you are excited to have them on your podcast and give them a link to book a time on your Calendly or a QED calendar. Now, step four is to actually follow up. This is really the most important step because people are busy. So you have to follow up with them after you send them an email request. Sometimes they never see it. Sometimes they read it, but forget about it. So it's always important to follow up. And in fact, I would follow up three times two to three days apart if you don't hear back from them. Now, it doesn't have to be a long follow-up. Simply say you're checking in to be sure they received your request and that you look forward to the reply. Don't be the person that ever stops the conversation, unless you've already followed up three or four times with no reply, at which point you might consider reaching them through a different channel. And the fifth step to um, reaching out to your podcast guests is to respect them and give them the best interview possible. So, you know, you've reached out to them, they've said yes, they've scheduled a call with you, and now it's time for you to deliver a kick-ass show and really show them why you wanted them to be on your show and give them tons of value. Now, I want to make a note about reaching out to famous people. Every topic and niche has its celebrities in it. If you're podcasting in quite a busy space, it can be hard to reach these people. If someone is so popular that they get 100 plus emails a day, they have probably outsourced reading them to an assistant. And there's a chance yours will just be seen as another podcast interview request and get deleted without a response. So if there's someone whom you'd absolutely love to have on the show, then you need to do something that stands out, possibly recording your message to them as audio or video, because this actually has a lot more chance of getting through the filters. And it shows that you're not just sending out one of those throwaway copy and paste emails. But always be professional when you're doing this. This also might be an instance where you could use social media more effectively. For example, you could tag someone in a video you've recorded for them on Instagram. It depends on your own personal preference and whether or not you and your potential guests want to use this platform. I also want to note that you should never be afraid to ask. You should let them determine if your podcast is too small or if they want to come on the show. Because really the worst thing that happens when you reach out to these people that you think quote or quote, you know, too big for your podcast, the worst thing that happens is that they're going to say no. And understand that if they say no, it really has nothing to do with you. Again, these people get asked to be on hundreds of shows and there's only 24 hours in a day. So they can't possibly be on every single one. So if they do say no, just keep them in mind as your show grows and ask them again later. And as we mentioned before, start with the other people around them, the insiders that are inside their network, before asking that celebrity for an interview. Work your way up these levels of influence, and you're going to have a lot better chance of getting these famous people on your podcast. So those are the five steps to reaching out to a potential podcast guest. Again, they are identify who the person is that you want to reach out to. Do a little research on them so it's not, you know, just a cold outreach. Then actually reach out to them. And the best way I believe to do that is through email. Then follow up with them. Don't just send out one email because sometimes they never see it or they did and they just forgot to reply back to you. So always follow up. And then the fifth step is to actually deliver an awesome podcast interview. Now, I'd like to give you a few examples of some email scripts that you can use to reach out to guests. So here's one that I recently used to reach out to Zoe Weil, founder of the Institute for Humane Education. So here's the script. Hey Zoe, love what you're doing with the Institute for Humane Education. I read your book, The World Becomes What We Teach. I appreciated how you not only address shortcomings of schooling, but offered a solution by helping students to become the next generation of problem solvers that can build a better future. Now you can see what I'm doing here in this intro is I'm mentioning a few things that I found in my research of this person so that I better connect with them before asking them to be on my podcast. Here I'm mentioning the work that she's done and how much I appreciated something from it. And I actually included something real from it to show this isn't just kissing butt, but actually show my appreciation for her work. Now let's move to the second paragraph. Would you like to share your expertise and story on the Evolve podcast, a show about how social innovators and founders can change the world? Your expert contribution to a thesis episode about how to solve the education crisis would be most helpful to learn education shortcomings and what innovative solutions exist. This will help my listeners understand the problem from first principles and how effective existing solutions are so they may contribute to those solutions or create new ones. Here you can see I'm connecting the reason I want them on my show back to the specific knowledge that they have. I also briefly introduce what my show is about and help them to understand why I would like them on the show, what they're going to give for my listeners and the goal of having them on. Now let's move to the next paragraph. Past guests include Stephen Kostlin, psychologist, neuroscientist and founder of Foundry College and Michael B. Horn, education strategy consultant and bestselling author. What I'm doing here is using some social proof and a list of two to three of the most popular or well-known guests that the guest I'm reaching out to may know. So both of the guests I mentioned here are within the education space and are well-renowned. There's a good possibility that Zo knows who these people are and will think, oh, if he's interviewed those guests, then this may be a good interview for me to take as well. Depending on the person that you're reaching out to, you'll use a different set of guests in order to lure that person in with some social proof. Obviously, this gets easier with the more interviews you have under your belt because you have a definite bank of different guests that you can introduce to this person. Now, let's move to the ending of the script. Would you be interested in a 60 to 90 minute online podcast interview? If so, I would love to set up a quick 10 minute pre-interview chat with you. Let me know your thoughts. I would be honored to have you on. So here I'm letting them know how long the podcast interview will be, that it'll be online and have a quick call to action. That if they are interested, let's set up a quick 10 minute pre-interview chat. Now I'm going to give you an email script that's actually used by Jay Klaus in order to invite guests to his podcast, Creative Elements. So here's the script. Hey Sarah, your Instagram and new Facebook group has transformed my apartment because my girlfriend loves it. She's been talking about you so much and I've been following your story now and I think what you've built with your Go Clean Co audience is incredible. Again, you can see here that he's actually showing some appreciation for that person's work and how it's transformed his life. Now let's continue with the script. If you're open to it, I'd love to interview on my podcast, Creative Elements. And here he links to his podcast, Creative Elements. Now comes the pitch. Creative Elements helps artists and creators make a living from the things they make. And I'm talking to people like you who have figured out how to make that work. It's a high production show working through the Podglomerate Podcast Network. It's been featured on Apple Podcasts, currently in the Life at Home collection, CastBox, Stitcher, and PocketCast. So here he's telling a little bit about a show, why it would be a good thing for that person to come on, and then showing where it's been showcased by other outlets. Let's continue with the script. Would you be open to a 45-minute remote interview for the show? Again, letting them know how long the interview will be and that it will be remote. Continuing on with the script now. We have 28 episodes out now, including Seth Godin, James Clear, Vanessa Van Edwards, and Pat Flynn. So again, here, he's letting the person know how much traction he has and using a little bit of social proof of guests that he's had in the past. Continuing on with the script, it's going really well, and I'd love to tell your story. If you're up for it, I'll send you a scheduling link. No rush, and thanks for the consideration. Cheers. So here, he's giving a quick call to action, that if they're up for having the interview, then he'll send over his scheduling link. So those are a couple different email scripts that you can use to reach out to these guests. Like I said before, I'll include some more in the resource sections for today's lesson. Today we covered reaching out to podcast guests. We covered why it's important to have a schedule and calendar, how you can begin reaching out to podcast guests depending where they are in the ladder of influence. And then I gave you a few email scripts that you could use to reach out to potential podcast guests. So our activity today is to actually start reaching out to some of the podcast guests you have on your list and getting some interviews scheduled for yourself in the future. Use some of the scripts that I provided here and reach out to some podcast guests. Thank you for listening to the Power to Podcast audio course. To get everything you need to make, market, and monetize your podcast, including tutorials, resources, templates, coaching, and even a private community of podcasters just like you, then visit powertopodcast.com and join today.